full of fact. Uh-huh. You ready, Ron? I'm ready. You ready, dude? I'm ready, Slick, are you? Oh, yeah. Take it down. Girl, I must warn you. I said something strange in my mind. Yo. Situation is. Let's kill it, cause we're running out of time. Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepath. And I am Travis Walsh. And this is the podcast where Travis and I are breaking down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow. And, uh, well, uh, the Gideon guy's guarantee stinks, apparently, Travis. <laughs> yep. Void uh, everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry to let you down, gang. Yeah. I, like, I remember I had all of those bits lined up about having lawyers because I, I, don't, I don't even feel like doing that anymore. Yeah, I know. Like, Good. <laughs> and yeah. yeah. I mean, look, I, I I think, like, as an outside observer, but even from seeing somebody who's been a diehard, like when we had uh, uh, Carrie and... Uh, and who, who, by uh, the way, who, by the way, was just at some convention over mm. there where she oh. met mo- the in- most of the entire cast. Yeah, so pic- cool. Had pictures taken. Her little son, Ollie. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if he was named after Oliver Queen. We got to ask her that. I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah. Uh, he like, was dressed like, yeah. Yeah, he was dressed like a little green arrow. And mm-hmm. and he was like s- sitting on Katie Lotz's lap and stuff. So it was pretty wonderful. Crazy. But- yeah, yeah, but, but I, like I said, when we were talking about uh, Carrie from Bebo's Legends, uh, I remember when I asked her about the the fan outpouring and the the fun stuff that was being when the you know hashtag Save Legends uh, when that was that one, and I remember asking her, "Well, is this going to have any effect?" I could see it in her eyes that I think she I, I get the feeling she had already accepted it at that mm-hmm. time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think a lot of people did. I'm sure it's still uh, <clears throat> you know obviously people are upset and yada yada yada. Yeah, th- and here's like there's a lot to talk about, and I guess we'll go into more detail next time we're probably just like make it a point of conversation throughout the yeah, rest of this yeah. uh, i mean uh, this like, podcast we got all the time in the world to talk about uh yeah because this show this show I, i'll give you the gideon guys guarantee we're not going anywhere we're finishing the entire thing yeah, even yeah. as sporadic as it might be because we're doing a lot right now yeah between yeah, you yeah. and i and i just wanted Things to get busy um, and i wanted to say that everyone who does keep listening that we really appreciate it. We love you. And uh, thanks for sticking with us. But it's yeah. Little League time. There's a lot going on, but we're not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah but I, mean, I did want to I did want to mention this. Um, two things. Um, today, they released the Blu-ray. And it's and there's a lot of Save Our Show stuff going on right now. The Blu-ray with the banner seventh and final season is... Uh, just released uh, so they must have had that lined up for a while too. yeah you think yeah. and you think and we <clears> all know <throat> we all know that technically uh and there's ways to think your way out of it but technically it ended on a cliffhanger yeah. and uh i mean there's no secret to that 
and show a former showrunner uh she had already resigned uh kato uh, shimitsu uh uh owned up and she said my fault i played chicken she's i played chicken with the network and uh i lost and it's on me sorry and uh and owned up yep shit um damn that's fucked up i uh I, here's my, I'm not going to make any guarantees on the, on this show because that would be fucking stupid as fuck. <laughs> but what, what I think, here's a gut feeling I have, Johnny. Fuck you. <laughs> I know, you know, I love you. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a gut feeling I have is by the time, before we get to the end of this, that cliffhanger will be resolved in one form or another. Um. Well, before yeah. you and I get to the end of season seven. Well, apparently that comic book that we talked about that just dropped mm-hmm. sort of kind of serves as it. I, I hope not. I, I, no, I, th- I think beyond that. I think we will get something beyond that. If there's still shows left in this universe, I, I think there's enough of uh, an they're, appetite. They're dropping like flies, Travis. Yeah, so. I know. I know. Because we, we, we've read, we've mentioned they're in the twilight. This is, this whole yeah. thing is in the twilight. Like that. The end of crisis, I think, was the start of the twilight, was the start of the twilight Um, and everything that we're getting now, even though, as you said, and as I'm starting to see, this is when this our show starts hitting their their greatest strides. Yes, it's it's well, it's when this whole universe is kind of start just starting to pack up shop. So Mm -hmm. like that's uh, yeah. And they were the one at this point, they were the one that was getting the critical acclaim as they were pack, as everyone else is packing up shop, Mm -hmm. they were taking advantage of the freedom and just going hog wild with their vision of the show. Yeah. It's like, it's just like the secret to comedy is timing, timing, timing. (laughs) And just like the secret to a good show is the same thing. So Uh, we're just said, yeah, yeah. All right. So we're in Legends of Tomorrow, Season 5, Episode 3. Uh, miss Me, Kiss Me, Love Me. Mm-hmm. And uh, Travis, please, the uh, all wiki. Right. The, the, sorry, the... It's, all, it's a synopsis. Oh, it's a synopsis again? again? All right. I'll, I'll, let me just settle in here. <laughs> when a new blip lands the Legends of 1947 Los Angeles, it puts him on the trail of Benjamin Bugsy Siegel, who seems to take pleasure in fraternizing with Hollywood elite. Sarah Ray and Constantine devise a plan to capture him while Ava and Rory sit on the sidelines for the time being. They soon realize that they need, not the, uh, that they need to worry less about Bugsy and more about his girlfriend. Ava is struggling with being on the sidelines with Rory. Meanwhile, Nate accompanies Bayrod to his dad's birthday, where Nate meets Bayrod's sister, Zari, who seems familiar to him. <laughs> there we go. Oh, that's a mouthful. That's, it is. It is. Yeah. So we open in hell at Astra's Club, and this song is playing. And Edmonton? I, uh, yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the song that was playing... Oh, yeah, I had to this? look it up. I had to okay. look it up. I loved it. Yeah, what is it? It's called 70 Moves by David O'Dowda. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's good. It's really yeah. funky. Okay. What's uh we got numbers on this guy? Is he is he is he a popular artist? Is this, I have no uh, fucking clue. I just looked this, it up uh, and I looked it up somebody, and I went, somebody uh swinging a, a favor here or or yeah, I don't know. I didn't do I did not okay. do a, well, I remember when we used to look to see if they were Warner Brothers every time, but now that's kind <laughs> yeah. of bad that yeah. I sort of doubt it. It was like like best of some sort of I can't even get into whatever, whatever. Trans, but, but I recognize it. You know, it, it felt, yeah, yeah, it felt newer. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
So Constantine arrives and Astra's having dinner. And at first I'm like, is she eating a fucking heart? What the fuck no, is no. that? That was, it was a giant like lamb chop, but I guess it's like a, like from whatever type lamb, like beast they'd have down there kind of thing. Yeah, but that's like something you would, that's like a meal for a family. That was ridiculous that she was going to eat the whole thing. It's pretty crazy. Well, I did have. It looked to... like what they dropped on that. Uh, what they drop on. Uh, uh, what the waitress drops on Fred's car. <laughs> Thing was big, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so, we find out here that any soul killed or corrupted by an encore goes to hell, and his asterisk his souls are money down there. And she ports in Masher, who uh, squealed when he was the little kid. And this just hurts watching it. She, like, steps on his head, sticking her stiletto in his ear. And yeah. I was like, oh, oh, I groaned. Yeah, it looks like it hurt. But I mean, I'm, I'm, sign, sign me up. I'm coming in hot today. Started late. Started late, but so yeah. See, Legends fans out there, we've got years of more of this. Yeah, she is, isn't she? She's She's just gorgeous. What's the actress's name? Something. Olivia Swan. Swan. She's just just the name of a movie star. Yeah, no kidding, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this is her first thing. Like, I think she she played one. She had one other role. Like brief, and yeah, this was her. This she was is her model, first model. First, right? Yeah. I just assumed she was a model oh, first. Okay. Okay. To be perfectly honest with you, hmm. I'm like, you're, she's that beautiful and that tall. Yeah. I just yeah. immediately went model. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, and it's she's a lot of fun. Like I said, it's a lot of fun watching her develop as an actress mm-hmm. uh, uh, over the next few seasons. You know, it's right. it's because she's up. To, she gets up. She's up to the task. Is what I'm saying. Right. So uh, Constantine goes back to the Wave Rider. So Nate's uh, scouring Gideon to try to find the hologram of Zari. He's talking to Bayrod, and Z flashes over him, and uh, Bayrod's like, yeah, he thinks he's high. So Constantine shows up, and he tells him what's up with Astra. Ray, of course, is like, oh, maybe she can be redeemed. And it's all serious until Sarah's like, yeah, well, Hey, at least it isn't our fault this time, and just high fiving around. Yeah, <laughs> I just I I really laughed hard at that. Like, oh yeah, this is the first time that's happened. Mm-hmm. So Ava says, uh, you know, if they send the encores back to hell, Astro just send them back. So they're gonna keep them on the wave rider. Which then we cut to Rasputin's eye still in the jar there. Mm-hmm. The the new intro. Yeah. Okay. So is this it all the time now? Of var- or variations of this, yes. Okay, and, and then and the, and the new font as well. And mm-hmm. it's the, variations uh, of the animation, the the music, uh, the font, and all that um, until season seven, where they get really inventive with it and, cool. and change it every episode. Cool. Yeah, I, the first time I saw this, that's when I was like, "Yep, that's putting their stamp on this right now, right?" Because mm-hmm. they clearly that open just uh, establishes the tone of the show as it is right at this point. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
And of course, Bebo's in it, you know, because you got it. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I see him there. So Bayrod's telling Sarah that he's got to go to his dad's birthday party, like you mentioned. See, those 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 Arawicky ones are making me repetitive, Travis. Yep, yep. It's all right, we're gonna get there. Mm-hmm. So Nate's pretending he's his professor, and uh, meanwhile, there's a time quake in uh, 1947 LA. Uh, Ava starts to take charge, you know, and, and here we see what's going on with Ava. She she wants to be in charge of stuff, but she immediately defers. Mm-hmm. And they split into two teams. Uh, you know, Sarah, Ray, and Constantine are gonna go down and have a fucking blast in LA. And uh, she's like, "You guys, quarterback." She's like, "All right." And Mick breaks it to her. She's like, that just means just, we just stay on the ship and don't do anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't get used this episode. That's... Mm-hmm. They still pay us. Right, right. Okay, so now let's do all of the dinner at the Tarazis uh, okay. stuff. Good idea. Yep. So it's 2044, Travis. In what when I rewatched this though the other night, I was just like, no, this is a science fiction show, isn't it? This seems like wonderful just 20 years from now. And oof, I don't know. I'm not seeing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, not, I, I mean it did feel pretty 2020, um, to be honest. With a couple they did a couple little things, um about like adding stuff to the phone. But I'd like to believe the influencers will have evolved a bit more from them because that was a that was a pure straight out of twenty nineteen. You know, I didn't even think of it that way. Yeah, I can see that though. I can totally yeah. see that now. Yeah. But because uh, so I you just think, think like you think even ten years ago there was an influencer culture wasn't is what it, what it is now, right? So uh, you would think in twenty forty four it would look like something pretty drastically. The different. first, I, I guess I, I would I wish they would have just maybe made some little changes. You know what I mean? They did the little thing with the like kind of ears on the phone, those holographic ears. Oh, I mean, so up. the tech, the tech. You mean, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But also give like, don't just make every little story be about something that we'd see today on like an Instagram story or something like that. You know what I mean? Like I like I, I don't know. I I felt like they could have done a bit more with i get what they're going for i think they're going for like a kim kardashian type with her like she's really vapid and the opposite of what she was before um but if she's 20 but if she's but but i mean is kim i don't know shit about the kardashians is there are there is she like secretly a genius of course like dude dude look how fucking filthy rich they are um yeah it's a like i think that's it, but just that vibe of just playing that. Ah, I'm just, I'm just I didn't even know, dude. I, this this show, for all, for, for all I can recall, this show introduced me to the concept of influencers. Like, what the yes. my old yeah. my, my I'm such an old man. I was going, what the fuck's an influencer? Yeah. And I it, then I started looking into it a little bit. I'm like, this is a thing. Yeah. Really? I, know. I, I, was, I felt pretty shocked by it too. And I, I was kind of like, at first, you're kind of like angry about it, right? You know, a little Wah! bit, a Wah! little bit. But I've met, I have a dear friend who's an influencer agent, and um, you get to wow. Learn, okay, learn hey man, however, just, hey, look, there's a look, market. Also, for al- also, also, as someone who, even though I've never gotten paid to act, knows that you can find your hustle, putting on a show people want to pay for, and you can yeah. get an agent and shit like that. I don't know. Yeah, of course. <laughs> But as long as you first... hurt nobody. But I mean, and that's the thing. Some influencers, some influencers do are 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 
this shit. It's like in this in the world of misinformation and yada yada yada. They can uh-huh. be they can be actually legit garbage human beings. So he's got he's got a it's just like anything. You gotta pick the good with the bads. Okay, so <laughs> let me let me ask you this because I don't know shit about influencers. Maybe would the difference be in twenty forty four, like, and we'll see this more as the show goes on, where you're an influencer who's like walking the red carpet at the Oscars kind of famous or, or getting close to that sort of, I would say, I would say people on the Oscars are, are come off almost, almost like less famous now. Okay. Things like, like there's a lot of things. I don't know shit. I don't know shit about it anymore. I think that's just like, you know, I, I think, boy, really off on a tangent, but I think, no, 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 because like, we have to, I think, we're talking about Zari, think, we're well, talking okay, about sure. Zari 2.0 I think here. things like, I think we're learning that things like the Oscars and like maybe the Olympics are, uh, and it's just award show in general and, and just like different cultural things uh-huh. like this are pretty, uh, are kind of a 20th century concept. Okay, right, me, they're not as big. They're not as big as they were now, and they haven't been. They're just like, why do they keep going down? It's because there's way more options, and there's and there's people are getting uh, entertained in in completely different ways. Mm-hmm. And so to keep trying to have these these levels of of whatever be these uh, still like, why is this thing that used to be the big measurement of what fame and what everybody cared about, nobody cares anymore? It's, it's because it's not. I think I think people have got to realize that it's not these measurements, right? Like this mm-hmm. is. This is now, and that's why I said in 2044, it would be something, I think they should have gone further with it, where it's like, like maybe you're getting, you know, just off the top of my head, like maybe what, like she's getting, instead of getting likes, like it's developing like virtual, like jewelry or shiny kind of recognize, like just things like legitimate, like right away, right after she posts a picture. Uh, like, uh, I'm not going to spoil know? anything, I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but yeah. perfume. Yeah. <laughs> They're like or something, right? You know, no, no, no I, that I, that happens. That that's yeah. yeah she like creates a perfume. Oh, she has her there. own fragrance. Yeah, see, yes. that's totally yeah. the Kardashian. They're 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 making her a Kardashian esque character. Yes, but from a very positive. They're, they're also showing you the very positive um, Persian family background mm-hmm. that they have now too. Mm-hmm. That, that, uh, which which um, I really enjoyed seeing because they're just. I, it's at this point still not a lot of that on american television sure, sure. not showing this culture yeah, yeah so yeah. and uh, we're and look we're talking about zari 2.0 here and i gotta tell you this um also i love you know you know me like i told you like i had a crush on flannel yeah. grungy oh. zari but wowzers <laughs> yeah kardashian now give me gorgeous it <laughs> should have given her a big butt and uh botox lips too let's go even further <laughs> <laughs> with the character i just said like like when it, like the way it added that uh that 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 hint of blonde to her hair and yeah stuff like that, that's just mm. like right off the right off the page of uh like some sort of like people magazine yeah. but it, but here they make it clear you know she's doing her bit and as soon as she hangs up it she's all business running this business yeah and oh man apparently sounds, sounds like the kardashian ink yeah, you know and, <laughs> and the character's also i think supposed to be a, a somewhat of a million mil- she's rich She's yes. she's personally rich, so yeah, and uh, so here's what it is. This is what being the little girl with the dragon at Hayworld created, right? Because that's when it started for her. Yeah. So that dragon was her sex tape. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but that's the fucking facts, Jack. 
That's so what a weird fucking statement. But I'm not. Am I lying? Am I lying? No, you are not lying because the entire time you were making that comparison, my friend, in the back of my mind, sex tape was all I was thinking of. Because I'm like, isn't that when people first knew she was famous? And Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to go there. And Mm -hmm. you definitely did that, my friend. That was amazing. That's the best thing that's ever been said on this show. It's the also really the only thing <laughs> left over that. from Hayworld is the change of Zari. Um, not going to spoil yeah. anything. We will see other Zari as well uh-huh. uh, back. You know, not for a while, but we'll see yeah. her again. Um, so it's a lot of fun uh, with Tala Ash getting to completely play a different character uh-huh. uh, and see how sh- this character mm-hmm. evolves into a superhero. Uh, and it's, I'm not loving it yet. Like I said, I just like uh, I'm not at a first. Fan it's jarring. I, I I was super jarred at first and annoyed, and then there was just a lot of slowly uh, grows on you. They did it on purpose, and she slowly grows on to you till you love yeah. this character. There was just a lot of basic behavior all around here. Oh, I, the I introduction is I can't handle. Basic. Yeah, I can't handle too much of that. Uh, but part of it's like in the the performance and stuff and the glass that they were kind of going for kind of were a little cringy to me. Oh, okay. Uh, well, not ready. just her, not just her, somebody else, somebody else too. But we'll go. Oh, you're, well, are you talking about uh, uh, Katie Lott uh, with her Rosalind Russell a uh, bit? That wasn't a 10 out of 10 by any stretch, but no. Okay, that wasn't so we'll my least it. favorite. Yeah. Okay. I love this. By, by the way, by the way, uh, uh, good episode. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's this is uh, fun. uh this is uh, if I if we said Zano was MVP, I think. Oh yeah, uh, I was gonna say who's I your think, MVP? Uh, uh, Constantine, I think carries. Me too. Episode. I went with Constantine. Yeah, I went with he Matt carried, Ryan. He carried Ryan. the episode, but his his story is the kind of the most interesting thing happening in this. Yeah. Oh, completely. Episode. Oh, yeah. it completely is. Yeah. Um. So, get right to it here. Oh boy. Again, this is what the Dragon Girl created. So. Nate's flummoxed because I'm like, holy shit, he recognizes her from the hologram. She just thinks he's a creep. Uh, he fills in uh, uh, Bayrod on the, that uh, she's the girl from the hologram. They figure out that the dent in time uh, that they recognized last time that Hayworld happened is her, is the sister. So they both know now. And uh, Bayrod's probably too stoned to, to understand it at this point. Uh huh. Yeah, it gets a little clunky here in this explanation, especially when she's like, and why were you there? And why were you still the same age? Why oh, I she, liked that part. But I why is she part. just learning now that her brother was there? Or that? Oh, yeah, okay. Why was that? Okay, I'll, I'll give you this. Yeah. I could understand her forgetting what Nate looks like, but because what the video would have shown, because it was mostly just, you know, the video is her and the dragon. Uh, but then this one, I guess you see him in the background there. She's like, oh, I just spotted. But like, you see her forgetting Nate. But if she'd seen this and this is what made her famous, she would have noticed eventually that that was her yeah, brother or or, so or when, when was the, the last time, time she's when was the last this? time she yeah, looked at that? Good but point. Good when was point. the last time weird. she looked at that? It was just a little clunky. And it felt like a plot of convenient, a little bit of like, a good, oh, nice timing that she's just making this. Connection. I kind of, I didn't, I liked it. I liked yeah. the reveal. I, I, yeah. Because she's trying to figure it out and she's trying to seduce Nate mm-hmm. and, uh, and Bayrod uh, saves it. So 
Oh, and some point in here, they're having dinner when they're having dinner, uh, which, by the way, looked delicious. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. This time I actually looked, I'm like, I wonder what the, it's like the third or fourth time I, I watched this. So this time I was like, I wonder what the Tarazis are having. And I was like, wow, that looks great. And it looked authentic. Uh, uh, do you think somebody's figured it out online? <laughs> figured what out? What what they were having to eat at the oh god I mean, if, if if it seems like something something I, like kind of like you know really trekkie ish that they'd throw in there okay you know what um, I'm noticing that you've got a a green dipping sauce next to the tootsie <laughs> I really hope somebody got fired for that one that's what I was about to say you know what the IMDb would be such a better place if instead of the kind of gun Bugsy had which of course is in the, my trivia uh, yeah. But it was full of <laughs> food pedants. Yeah, I'd love it. I'd yeah. love to read it. Uh, well, actually, it just really going into the minutia of how they got they they went to the effort of getting a Persian me- meal to look authentic. Someone who's like not authentic enough, and I'm gonna need, I need to type that up. Yeah, I would love. I know, I know. If that was if the IMDb was full of that, that'd be I fantastic. <laughs> Sadly, no. Yes. <laughs> And there's a painting uh, of somebody, and it shows the totem, and uh, Nate mentions it. And this is the reveal of uh, this. This was Conky too, where like, well, we thought it was stolen, but we now we know it was lost, and that's all they say. I'm like, oh, all right, because Bayrod stole it. Uh, did he tell them it was lost? They don't right. make it clear. And and uh, sorry, and um, and Zari's on to him, and that and that's. Uh, and then at the end, that's how she ends up on the ship when she confronts him. Mm-hmm. And because uh, they got to get her off the away from the parents. Right. And uh, she shows up on the ship at the end and uh, welcome uh, back Tala Ash to the show. Still no uh, oh. Maisie. And but when that's Still how no the Maisie. show wraps up, that's one of the, the just the cringiest endings. I feel like they didn't have a finish. And they had to go with that, ah, kind of doing that, the scream back and forth. And it was just meant to be so broad. Oh, and this uh, show gets broader and broader, though. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I, like, it, that felt uh, a little forced. And, and look, I'm, I'm down for them fucking around with whatever, but I can, that was a little square. And again, like I said, I'm not loving her performance as this. Oh, see, I'm loving as her performance ditzy, as the ditzy one, uh, not as much as it is when she's more like sincere and uh, kind of real. Um, it, it just, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, they they do make her look a little more, um, like I said, basic and they whatever happens. They take thing, they but... on, on the show. They take the time to take a beloved character and purposely introduce her as this, which knowing people are going to reject it, knowing that. What they want to do as the writers is we're going to t- now take the challenge of evolving this character into someone uh, the fan will love. And will, of course, change the character. She'll learn not to be so vain and yeah, become right. a hero. That would be that whole journey. And uh, right, right. But for a while, it, uh, for, you know, and I'm just saying it doesn't come as na- it, to me. It, it feels like it doesn't come as natural uh, naturally to her as being this. Uh, I think she's taking on. Uh, no, well, that's just it. I think she's taking on a challenge and it, and she will see her succeed and fail but eventually she gets there and makes you right. like makes you want to see more of this sorry like when they get to the point where they start switching them 
you start yeah. missing this one. Freaky uh, Friday action. Well, I'm not going to get into it All exactly. Right. Not Freaky Friday, but uh, think um, Jekyll and Hyde kind of thing. Um, well, I'll just tell you right now. Um, Jack Tripper when, when okay, Jack think, Tripper had think, to pretend that he was I, his his cousin Bart at the same no, time. No, I know. <laughs> no, no, no. I know we're not. No, no. You know what? You know what? I'm going to trump your. Uh, because we go to Three's Company a lot on this show. We do, we do. I am going to trump that with I Dream a Genie. That's your clue. I got nothing. I, uh, oh, but I, I kind of. I, 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 okay, I, I take, take a, a shot. I can I, go with a vibe, but I don't know any. I don't where do you think, okay, if one of them had the, to the live. music and. Okay, if yeah. one of them had to live somewhere while the other one's uh, running around, where would that one live? A, a lamp of sorts. Um, no, but what's already been introduced to uh, uh, that? What was in the painting they're talking about there? Oh, the, okay. Yeah, okay. A totem. Yeah, that makes totem. Sense. They can live in the fucking totem. Okay. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Try to get you there. All right. <laughs> makes sense. So let's get to 1947 and John Constantine. Yeah. And they use a tracking spell to get into this private eyes office and they find the ashes of an, uh, an immolated dude. And, uh, we know it's uh, he, he was killed with hellfire, and we know this because Constantine just mm, mm, licks his fingers and bit, bit tastes a, mesquite, a little bit. Bit of a mesquite flavor. <laughs> oh, garlic! I think he, I think he was. I think he was uh, ooh, uh, half Chinese. Him, a little bit of spice to him. Be careful. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, 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 he's got some Irish in him. Oh, God, I'm going to be sick. That's <laughs> <laughs> enough to put him off. That's the one thing that puts him off. <laughs> Not the act that it's actually ashes. <sighs> oh, so, number one. Again, with this show, and also, hey, given that some shows that uh, were renewed with lower ratings, uh, maybe don't spend as much as on set design because uh, everything looked great. Yeah, didn't yeah. it? And very well shot. Um, and, and like crazy great set deck and crazy great cinematography. You put that together, and it just feels tight. Like it feels like a this feel, this feels like a again. I want. I got to think of a better. Just, just. There's much more sophistication, a level of sophistication mm -hmm. that you don't get in the other anything we'd seen in any of the other shows. Oh, it doesn't no, look. No, no. It doesn't look as um uh, CW. Hey, <laughs> kind of thing at all. It, it really doesn't. Like it really doesn't. And I'll tell you, as someone who watched all of them, and some of them have have kind of different looks. Mm -hmm. But this really has a look that stood out. Mm -hmm. And again, I mean, costumed, makeup, set design. And I wonder how much of them is because is they've got their sets. Mm -hmm. But I wonder, like, okay, that's is that a police station that they used in Arrow, let's mm -hmm. say? And they redressed it to make it look 1947 because or the, or they just looks got, familiar or just all these crews just have it. Oh, we need a we need a 47. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Or. Or there's, uh, you know, there's a lot of like older buildings and some great art deco buildings in mm -hmm. Vancouver that probably have these old uh, 
you know, things inside them somewhere that just get a little bit spruced up and changed up every time. You never know. Mm. So uh, Constantine uh, grabs a pack of matches. There's a constant where he's about to have a cigarette uh, throughout the whole thing and something always stops him. And instead of like Sarah knocking out of his hand, it's always some circumstance. So, yeah, he... but, but that's a running uh have they done that they've done that more than once oh they've, been, they've done various ways yeah, of, of that just the various ways that we can't we're, we're not allowed yeah. to show them smoke i know God. <laughs> like i think they got in one puff once yeah. and yeah. at the and that was it hmm. uh but they get more original with it uh which i appreciate hmm. um so this chick shows up with a gun and uh she had hired. Okay, I think I know who you're talking about. Uh, uh, she hired uh, the private eye uh, Webb to protect her from her boyfriend, and uh, Constantine putting on. And here's the thing: I know Matt Ryan can do an American accent. He's mm-hmm. doing a really shitty American accent on purpose, and it's fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought it's like, oh God, is he really just fighting? this uh kind of thing no but i've I heard him that. do american accents I, he can do i, I want to say the woman who plays uh who's what's this actor or what's the characters okay he, what's the character all right it's not a real uh, life person is it it's is it almost it almost oh uh, genie hill genie hill Haley strode i thought she was excellent she got that, that doe-eyed dame uh, okay yeah kind of thing to her that i mean that it's really yeah, it's suited the uh the time period um uh and she had like and for a lot of the the dialogue that let's say like uh, you know they went for it the dialogue we'll we'll talk they went for it they went for it again and again and again and sometimes if you're going to go for it that many times there's are going to be some that are better than others and sometimes it's just okay well here well let's just talk about let's just talk about it i looked some of these so-called 1947 catchphrases up they don't exist they were just making shit up. Yeah, and, and I like that. I love that's it. fine, I but it would have fit in. But that was all getting made up at the time. But but I mean, just after time, I was like, okay, okay, slow down, keep it in your pants, Charlie. <laughs> you know, whoever's writing this, like, like oh, there's a lot it. of it. There's yeah, a ton. Yeah, and and, and there's only two. Gonna, actually, and, two stood out to me. Yeah, but, um, but, um, but if you're gonna but, do that many, there, are, like I said, there are gonna be some that are better than others. So, uh, uh, maybe they could have cut a couple. But uh, <laughs> I mean, a really good vibe. Really good vibe. The, the vibe's great. Yeah. So, uh, Constantine says he's Johnny Moore. Uh, Genie here says Ray has a cop face, and he's like, "Thanks," <laughs> which is fun. Yeah. And he's like, "Sergeant Palmer, undercover." And here's the thing, Genie Hill. Um, based, I had to look it up because for a minute I'm like, "Is I was going to break the rule when I said there was only going to be one per episode?" I was like, mm-hmm. Maybe "There's going to have to be two, right?" And I had to look it up and. The person we're thinking of, like from the Warren Beatty movie uh, and the Ned Benning mm-hmm. movie, based on the true story, was Virginia Hill. Hmm. So they chose Jeannie Hill as so as not to. We're not going to use the actual person. Okay, he was murdered. All right, uh, we're going to do a variation because the real one didn't blow up in a car, and that's what we want to fucking do. So, right. So she's not one, but you know who is one? Her boyfriend. Ooh, her boyfriend baby. Bugsy Siegel, who Ooh. we meet, who we meet, who we meet at the Blue Iguana as he whips out his hell gun and says to the crowd, "How many Capones, Mr. Capone? It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I canceled tickets to the opera because I heard there was new players in town. Oh yeah, 
man. Um, of course, we you had mentioned the previously uh, the, the Warren Beatty performance, which is iconic. Mm -hmm. uh, and he just know like the way it was shot, just had that shine off him. We have a general idea. What this Let me mention his, like. name. mention his name. His name is Jonathan Sadowski. Yeah. Um, I think here's where he was at his best is, and there was some like really great stuff from him. Was every time it would just be a quick cutaway. It was just like, uh -huh. oh man, this this guy was. You want to talk about the the way everything was shot and with the. Uh, uh, talk, we talked about art direction, we talked about cinematography. Uh, I was going to say the casting really good too, just because of how much it blend in, blended in. He blended in with everything really great. Like he just fit in with the scenery. Um, so whenever you just see quick shots of him, just like raising a glass and things like that, there's like, oh, this guy's this guy's got it. Um, I think he's a bit of the, a victim of the, uh, the overly cheeky dialogue at times. Uh, and and um maybe couldn't quite hit the home runs when they were throwing them uh, potatoes or, or throwing them ripe tomatoes across the plate kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but I still think he was really good. So I go about a three. All right. Okay. See, I thought he was great. Mm -hmm. And, but I think what you mean, and it's something I noticed and I don't, and it's something I didn't blame on him because it felt like they was it, was, it felt like they were in two different TV shows. When Bugsy and Sarah are having their little, like I think the seduction talk, yeah, and she's so fucking over the top, and he's yeah. playing it more real, and yeah. it feels it feels like she's eating him alive in the scene. A little, yeah, a little bit, and yeah. uh, but overall. I think he's a lot of fun, and I'm gonna go four Capones. Okay, so but well, you went a little. You you, you went. I went higher on him then. I yeah, you went one better. higher, one okay, higher. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, four Capones is nothing to sneeze at, man. Not, nothing and to this sneeze is, at. This is a. This is. I mean, so far, so far this season, mm -hmm. uh, we're all. And this is the Capone season, my friend. Right, we've got the. We've already. We've we're off to a great the, start. We've recognized the Eklund standard. Mm -hmm. And now, uh, and now, uh, another fine uh, performance. Mm -hmm. I actually today was bored uh, while having a cigarette outside the truck, and I went. I know we'll never do it, but I wonder how many Capones there were before Al we Capone. came up. Yeah, before yeah, yeah. we came. No, before we came up with 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 the, the Capones bit. game bit. Yeah, yeah. And surprisingly yeah. few. Okay. I think six, seven. Right. maybe not even not even it, it, it really wasn't a, the first season not a thing at all we'll save it for the patreon yeah i know i know but like i'm not no, trust me i'm not about to get into it but i remember thinking <laughs> i bet you there's a lot and i was like no no no, no there's not <laughs> and there's einstein but i mean right there i mean ugh, you know mm -hmm. 10 yes yeah and <laughs> so Ray is sweeping up the ashes in the office. Jeannie comes in, tells him the story that Bugsy got killed and he came back to life right away and he's taken over LA. And no, I'm sorry. But first she says he was killed. And then she says, that's the biscuit. Here comes the gravy. And what the fuck? And, oh my God. She's like, hey, I'm not into that, Charlie. So I'm not into that that cuckoo stuff, that that nutty cuckoo scat stuff, you guys. 
here's the here comes the gravy. He, you know, it, was, it was something like, you know, and then he died. Yeah, yeah, that's the biscuit. Here comes the gravy. He came back to life. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed so fucking hard. Yeah. And I thought to myself, they're just making this shit up, aren't they? Because and I had to, I had to look it up. I'm like, is that a fucking thing? Is that some deep? Nope. Oh yeah, but but also like, I mean, double indemnity uses the phrase, uh, they know more tricks than a car full of monkeys. Like no one had said that before. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. okay. So okay. I you like I, I can yeah. see. Okay, yeah. you use the double indemnity ar- argument. <laughs> yes. What am I gonna say? It's yeah. one of the greatest movies of all time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I. Hey, I laughed. I thought it was great. Yeah. And uh, she's saying she can't leave him and has no money. So, of course, Ray gives her some cash. And I just all I can think is, where did he get the fucking cash? Is that counterfeit cash? I guess Gideon makes some authentic counterfeit cash that they can sure. give away. Right on. Yeah. Just to get it to the fucking man. Right on. Yeah. Fuck those guys. <laughs> I, I, maybe there's some program for it, though. Some time program because they've established that Mick steals to keep them in money right. so they can convert like the watches and Goldie steals into time cash. Sure. Yeah, that's my head. Or they cannon. just pick up the odd, uh, you know. Like they've basically got, they've got a walking um, sports almanac with them. You know what I mean? They <laughs> yeah, could pretty they, much. They could go back and make cash whenever they need to. The only reason throw... they don't use that as a gimmick is because yeah. it'd be too derivative. It right? would be, but I mean, I'd say just throw, throw, uh, throw ten G's on Johnny Goudreau scoring on a penalty shot yesterday. See, they missed, the, they missed an opportunity by never having Mick Rory on a spoof of Antiques Roadshow showing something <laughs> yeah. that he fucking stole. They, that's something they missed awesome. on this show. Oh, that's a shame. I, I thought you said that they they did it. That is no, I just dude. thought of it. And, you dude, know, I love Antiques Roadshow. Uh, so do I. Dude, I, dude, I grew up in a family that did antique appraisals. Mm. My dad did all that shit. We'd go. And of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> My dad would have killed on that show. He was an entertainer. Oh my god! Yeah, I'd love to see that with a southern accent, you know, all down homey, and, and he knows he knew how to turn on the corn pone for the crowd. <laughs> so, he, oh, dude, he was the fucking best, man. Uh, that's awesome. So, Constantine calls uh, Sarah Secretary Sarah, and we get the first the first this season. What I called. Uh, Lance glance, Lance glance, baby. That's yeah, a Lance yeah. glance if there ever was one. Yeah, that's a great line though, too. I love it. That's <laughs> I, I. Oh come on, who would not take that opportunity at that time? It's the only time he could. He yeah. knew otherwise she'd break his fucking arm. It's kind of reminds me of uh, uh, Billy Crystal slapping around Robert De Niro. You want a fresh one? <laughs> <laughs> what was that in? It analyzed this when oh, he's okay. pretending he's the mobster when he's. Or he's like the mob boss. I, I never saw. I think yeah. I saw bits and pieces of it. Yeah. I, I can remember that line. So even Mick, they're not quarterback, and they're at the club now. Uh, Ava looking stunning in that uh, gold dress. And uh, Sarah's like, hey, what's your status? And makes me like beer. Because now they just get to sit and drink. Mm-hmm. And Ava's casing the place. And basically Mick's telling her, hey, I know what's wrong with you. You know, you used to be in charge of everything, and now you're not, and you're but you're living on a fucking time shift. It's a great fucking life. Chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And uh, race uh, outside dressed like a cop, and we see Jeannie's there. And uh, now I don't know if this, I didn't bother looking this one up because it's English, 
I guess. But Constantine sees her and he goes, uh, she's as bent as a nine bob note. I'm like, that, is that real? I don't know if that's real either. Not wait, bent as a what? Bent as a nine bob note. Nine bob note. Yeah, I'm so American, I wouldn't even look it up. <laughs> uh, so, because it, it could mean one of two things. Hmm. It could mean like a nine dollar bill. Oh, which you is know, bent. that doesn't make sense. Or a, well, bent a, means crooked. You know, like right. she, she's or, on the take. But also notes. Yeah, yeah. So there's no. You'd be if you're using a nine dollar, <laughs> a nine. Oh, here, take this nine dollar bill. You know, it's fake, right? But also, there's only eight notes in an octave right fall so i don't know no, okay i think i think your first theory is is there yeah, yeah. i don't think constantine is doing deep music theory here yeah, yeah. Uh, i believe uh, that's the who, only other note would i fall? could think of who would and fall for a nine dollar uh, who'd find, fall for a niner who wouldn't notice that right away i don't know but it, you know it's crooked right mm-hmm. I, I don't know interesting i could have just looked it up mm-hmm no, no, no. Someone else can do that. Yeah. So Sarah confronts her. We find out that Bugsy has blackmail material on everyone in LA. And uh, she was a girl from Shaker Heights. And now I'm in all those pictures. We found, oh, okay. She's in all the pictures. So she's Jessica Rabbiting uh, right. in all those fucking Patty pictures. Cake. Patty cake. <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah. So Sarah says uh, she's going to use the hu- uh, honey trap. I don't know. And I'm like, oh, that's real. I know that's a thing. That's a term. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm not completely. <laughs> like, I get some references sometimes. I think they still use that term, right? I'm uh, sure. Uh, uh, honey, honey trap. A honey, honey trap. trap. I think I've yeah, heard that yeah. recently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like with uh, Trump even. I didn't, they, didn't they use that term with some of the. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the, right. The okay, women. well, okay. Yeah. That's the last. I promise that was like I, I think we'd said that was like the last time we'd ever talk about him, but that's absolutely right. Yeah, like one that's of where the, I heard like it. The, uh, that's where I heard it. Yeah, 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 one of the broads. And so Sarah, who, wow, costume, makeup, her sexy walk around Bugsy uh, here was just like it. It was a level of sexy yeah, that I'm just like, look. I'm not even hot for this. I just think this is gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's her. That's Katie Lots in a nutshell. Um, I think I think she she like she's a, a work got of a art. chameleon. Yeah, she's got a chameleon type of thing. And that, again, this is also credit to uh, again the the direction, the art direction, the cinematography, and everything is that I think she's similar in performance wise with this uh, to what we had with our boy there from before uh, uh, uh bugsy in that uh-huh. um every time you just need her for like a walk by or be, to be a part of the ambient thing like she just fits right in right it's part of the painting but it's when she starts to throw on the charm right? when he yeah. goes oh, it's, little... she's going full yeah it's full no 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 you're that's Betty know, she, she's going Rosalind russell yeah. on steroids yeah. here which considering but, but it, I'm just saying it was cartoony. It, it, it oh, became super, cartoony. super cartoony. And I think uh, a little too much. I think a little too much. I, I think uh, I think she could have found a, a, a happier medium there. Personally. I'm not saying it's like, it's like, like I said, okay, it wasn't. Well, like, my head can, here's my head cannon. Here's my head cannon on it. She'd never been in this time period. All she knows is what she's seen in the movies. And she's just, that's what she would sound like. And because she looks like that, 
Bugsy's like, yeah, this dizzy dame. I don't know what the fuck she's saying, but have you seen her walk? Yeah. It still could have. I would have liked to have like like. I mean, I would like to have been wowed by like, whoa! It's like Katie Lots just walked out of uh, an old uh, film noir. You know what I mean? And she it looked like it she felt walked like out of a cover felt... of a magazine from nineteen forty-seven. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But the performance was a bit of a caricature, is what I'm saying. Oh, completely. You know, completely. Yeah. But I, and I'm, I'm just positing that's what someone would do if they. I mean, her, Sarah Lance isn't a trained actress. Yeah, but I'm why not? Like, I, I just think it, like it makes it less. Uh, I know what you're good. saying. I'm just saying <laughs> it makes it less it's good. Headcanon. Okay, but uh, one line, the line she says, because Bugsy's like, I like this one. Bugsy uh, says, I "Like the way you walk," and she's like, "I learned to do it all by myself." Yeah, and uh, she tells him she's a gossip mag reporter, which I'm like, okay, I can buy this the way she's talking. Like that's how a journalist talks, right? In the movies, full Rosalind Russell. Here's the thing. His Girl Friday is my, in my top three favorite movies of all time. So it's granted, this is no Rosalind Russell, but I'm I'm down with uh, giving it a shot. And it's my mm-hmm. thing. And uh, she, she's, she's like, I got something outside uh, in my car. And uh, she says, well, let me go out there and you, we could you could take a peek at what's in my trunk. And uh, oh, hello. And that's a line travis that Mm -hmm. completely it depends on the character delivering it Mm -hmm. because usually that's usually like you know if that's relationship if that's that offer yeah i mean if that's a guy who's love if it's love if that's a guy who's playing a teamster it's a completely different performance yes (laughs) if that's a, a a prison movie that's yes. completely. I don't know why they'd have a car in prison now. I, I need to think that one out, but uh, it makes no sense at all. I don't know no, why I even had to bring that up. That's why I'm not a writer. And uh, so they go out in the alley, and uh, some hit. Uh, she spots these hitmen showing up, and <laughs> I mentioned uh, on our uh, award-winning uh, show, Mystery Titans Theater, that I've been watching the offer about the making of the Godfather, mm-hmm. and. Uh, there's a true story about how the mobster who was contacted by New York to try to stop the making of the movie out in LA was one Mickey Cohen. And he's in one scene in the movie and uh, Bugsy here goes, it's Mickey Cohen's boys. And they're just like, Oh, that's great. And I appreciate that touch that a little bit of research about who was the mob boss in LA at that time. Hmm. And uh, here's another one, Travis. What, What do you think of this one? Because we got to run. He's warning Sarah to get out of the way. He goes, jump out of the pot. The water's about to boil. I like that a lot. Who said yeah, that? Who too. gave that Bugsy. line? Yeah, that was a great line. Bugsy's pushing Sarah out of the way. That's what yeah. he says. Yeah. <laughs> and she's all in red. So, I mean, it works as a lobster. It's great. Although she'd be green because lobsters yeah. turn red when they boil. I, I did. I'm, I'm those, terrible. One tonight. of those like baby potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, baby potato, <laughs> jump out of the gravy before it starts to bubble around here. Uh, Listen, honey. This- I got to run. I got a gravy train coming. <laughs> Listen, maybe we got to. Listen, maybe we got to shake bananas. The pasta's overflowing. And my Italian grandma's coming in with a with a wooden spoon. 
What? Uh, pardon me, steel spoon. Spoon. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. I just love picture the writing room. Just like yeah. I want to see what wasn't used. Yeah, I'd yeah, love to see yeah, a list of yeah, what they didn't yeah. go with. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> just gonna kept a couple in there. <laughs> I just imagine all fighting, <laughs> fighting for that. That's mine. Hmm. And he gets out his hell gun, shoots them all with one bullet. Oh, before that, they uh, fire him up. And uh, he can't be killed. Uh, so Ray comes out. He's trying to arrest him. But the corrupt cops come and take Bugsy away. And Ray's got to go downtown. So we cut to Mick and Ava at the bar. And uh, again, you know, he's, he's, he knows what's going on with her. Uh, uh, Sarah and uh, Constantine have this brief scene where they talk about the hell gun setting up a major season five, uh, plot point. There's hell weapons. Like There's a brief explanation about how they work here. You know. Mm-hmm. If a hell weapon's used, soul doesn't go anywhere. It's literally gone for good. So you're not just dead. It's 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 second death, I guess. Ah, what dead, about dead. second deaths? What about second breakfasts? <laughs> what about second deaths? I don't think he's heard of second deaths, but <laughs> uh, she starts getting drunk because he knows she's right, uh, Ava, and. Uh, this is again, Ray in the awesome police station where Bugs is going freed. Ray meets a young idealist, idealistic cop named Sullivan. And uh, Constantine and Sarah keep talking. He opens up the matchbook. He sees numbers. He's like, oh, shit, I know what this is. And uh, he goes, and I know how to get that gun. So we cut to Constantine and Jeannie's place, and she catches him. And she calls him out on his Yankee accent. And uh, she's like, hey, uh, uh, let's take Bugsy down. He drops the dumb accent. And he's like, hey, I, I figured out where the pictures are. I, all I need is the gun. And she reaches down and grabs his gun. Woo! They make this abundantly clear. Yeah, yeah. That's super fucking awesome. Femme fatale, like great stuff. Like, you know that, uh, like, this great. Like, that's what I'm saying. She's She was great in this part. And her part was probably the best written part other than Constantine's in this episode. Mm-hmm. where Where she's got things to do and... And and places to be in is and is contributing to the plot in a way that that is good for the character too, right? I love it. Like it was a damn shame what happened to to, to Jeannie, but uh, um, like the like I said, some of people can wear the 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 great art direction and the great costumes that we talk about, but there's only it's the next level thing is like once you're there. Um, th- to really kind of just settle, settle in, man. And I, mm-hmm. I, I just thought she was incredible. And, and, and here's the thing: what her lines and even her her performance is over the top in a Broadway way that I would see that would, would fit in with anything goes. You know, what I mean, there's she's being a it's a it's somewhat over the top. She's but she's not like going too over the no, top. No, yeah. you know it. Uh, it's. But I mean, this is definitely a non-realistic portrayal with the dialogue, and she's pushing it yeah. just a bit. It's very but she, yeah, she. It's very she Broadway. Got, she it's got Broadway. the tone the most, or very like Dick Tracy. That's exactly yeah. what I thought earlier. I was thinking yeah. she would have fit in with uh, Dick Tracy, which, yeah. by the way, flawed. But I saw that movie twice in the goddamn theater. Mm-hmm. I loved Dick. Yeah, Tracy. I haven't seen it forever. In forever, but yeah, definitely. I loved it despite all of its flaws. Uh, but right now, you know, I mean, she grabbed his gun, uh, Travis. So, uh, if all of our listeners just grab your guns, 
and we'll be right back. Robo assistant ready. Well, now that we're married, we need help merging our finances. Choose from these options. Investing, insurance, retirement planning, college funding. I have so many questions. Here is a link to our FAQ page. Was this information helpful? Go with no. Sometimes humans are just more helpful. I'm sure you have questions. Farm Bureau Financial Services. Insurance, financial planning, all in one place. Please rate my service. Welcome back to Gideon, guys. And before we get back to 1947, Tootsie Roll, yeah, what else we got going on there, Sugar Lips? Not playing along. <laughs> we uh, just finished another great episode of Mystery Titans Theater. Uh, that is our live wrestling watch-along that Johnny and I and our buddy Kelly like to do with a rotating group of guests. And we had our good friend Sean Whitaker as a team. We are the Outlaws. This is last uh, Saturday. We went back on twitch.tv slash Jarvis Wash Machine. Every other Saturday you can find us. We watched, uh, uh, yeah, some world class, some really great stuff. We got to see your favorite wrestler get thrown out of the ring a couple times. That wrestler. popped hard. Our favorite referee, pardon me. Your favorite referee gets thrown out of the ring a couple times. That popped hard for that. Uh, always a great time. So join us there live every other Saturday, twitch.tv slash Jarvis Wash Machine. I will put the new episode up soon on our YouTube channel where you can also follow us and subscribe. It is uh, youtube.com slash C slash Jarvis Washing Machine. And there's some other great shows here on the Palm Podcast Network, including mm-hmm. Johnny. I'm about to drop a, uh, a bomb on you. Oh, uh, you dropped new, the bomb got, on me. I got a baby. new um, uh, mini series podcast coming up. Really? Short lived. With our mutual buddy, Pete Schumacher, we decided on the name. It's going to be called uh, A Certain Point of View. And because Pete and I are, are both huge uh, Star Wars fans, we are going to cover the Obi-Wan series when it comes out uh, May 27th. For real? Yep, yep. Wait, so hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on one second. Hold on, hold on. Six episodes. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. No, no. Here's the thing, man. The Gideon Guys brand mm-hmm. has now just expanded because that's just as close to nerd culture uh as i be because you know what brought is that is that true pete really yep yep okay yep. Well, we decided on a, what, uh, what like yesterday pete, yesterday show? we signed off on it because we had um when we were like here, we're, we're both uh star wars guys for a while and, and right i know getting I know. to hang out with him uh in uh texas we both kind of had a moment where we were talking about obi-wan and we both but what said, yeah obi-wan's our was, favorite our, our favorite our favorite character so uh we're pretty jazzed to uh, he yeah, said he was it. never going to podcast again mm-hmm and what was the only show he appeared on during his hiatus? That's right. That's Gideon right. guys, baby. You, th- you know he got a taste for it here. Yeah, that's how yeah. you met him. He knows there's nerd culture there. This yeah. is where it all started. That is under the G- Gideon guys uh, brand. You yeah, need to put yeah. the little GG right. in the corner <laughs> sure. of the logo you make. I'm not kidding. Okay, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so we're pretty excited about that. That's awesome. I'm gonna. You know I'm going to fucking listen to that. That's yeah, going to be yeah. great. All right, uh, this is the uh, point of the show where we like to check in with everyone's favorite immortal despot, Vandal Savage, and see what he's drinking tonight. It's time for Savage Brew. What's up? Uh, hey, uh, Mr. Savage. Um, so we got the, yeah, we got the Power Brewery Ode to Citra, Citra Hot Pale Ale. I talked about it before in the past. Uh, big part of the barley belt here in East Van, I, you know, it's like returning to an old friend. I've mentioned it before. It's good to come back to it. Um, Ode to Citra. Mm. Ode sounds a lot like code, right? 
Yeah. Like kind of like the bro code, Johan. You ever uh, heard of that? You ever heard of the fucking bro code? It, yeah, you know, uh, in, in fraternities and, and shit. But... Oh, fuck off, fraternity and shit. What the hell, man? I had, dude, I had those ladies at the, at the they, that they were about to walk into my fucking sir, establishment. And sir, you dropped the fucking ball. What, sir, what did I, honestly, I was rooting for you. Don't give me a fucking what break rooting for me. What, what did I do? You didn't come through for me, man. Bro, code. Look it up. Look, um, here's the thing. You've been immortal. And now you're still immortal down there. I think they thought your invitation to play giant Jenga was an allusion to them grabbing, you know, down there. And, you know, I don't know. Oh, you to oh, oh, gee, I'm sorry if they would. Yeah, you think I wasn't trying to insinuate? Well, and I they weren't like, villain, but... and how much were they laughing along and, and were charmed? Like, come on, man. That was you. You just had to give the fucking deets. Just give the fucking deets. Seal the fucking deal. Look into the bro code. This beer's too sophisticated for your infantile palate, you fucking pussy. Goodbye. Mm. Fuck, man. That's going to take some patching. That's going to take a lot. Well, I mean, he never liked me to begin with. I'm not I that know. Hard. I know. But this like, there was kind of a playfulness to it. Well, this wouldn't be the first got a time. a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> this wouldn't be the first time that someone I've worked with hates my fucking guts. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, John. Well, I, I am DB Curious. So first up, of course, there was like, there was nothing in the trivia. There literally was like, you know, Chief Wiggum is a character from The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> there just there just wasn't a lot. So I I went with old reliable, and even though it's not super, and even this compared to like what we usually see when there's weaponry, mm -hmm. uh, that. This is, yeah, yeah. Oh, we get that. There's a Chinatown reference too. Not everyone's going to know that at the end. I mean, again, oh no, I'm talking about what's in the IMDb. Okay, uh, but trivia. that is uh, no oh, Chinatown. Okay. No that Chinatown. wasn't mentioned in there. Okay, because well, I'm no. looking at my. I got some trivia here. I got that. Well, hold Obviously, on. No, there's you're, a you're at the superior. You're not. Yeah, you're right, you're right. trivia. I just wanted to. I wanted to fill the void there. I felt the. Because like well, oh, you could depend on the gun folk, right? That's right. That's right. You can always depend on the yes. gun folk. A gun. <laughs> a gun was a major plot point. In this one, so at least it wasn't a background gun. Uh, the revolver with Hellfire bullets used by Bugsy was a cult detective special. Hmm. You know what? I appreciate a gun nut who keeps it fucking short. So, I, nice. oh yeah, 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 yeah. That guy was waiting for that moment first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, you know what? I don't. Oh my god, I gotta get there before somebody else does. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter if some guy writes a whole fucking, you know, you know, 10 page fucking bullshit. I'm he didn't even watch the whole episode. No. He, was, he just saw it out of the corner of his eye. Not, oh, they do. When that's he was watching YouTube, like, when he was on YouTube, watching like. the watching the real news. I wonder if there's someone who just puts it out a compilation of every time a gun 
is used on a TV show every week, and they Identify. just maybe there is a thing. Just yeah, yeah, clip yeah. the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, you know John Worcester, drummer and uh, noted comedian and um, part of the Sharpling and Worcester duo, shows up on the best show every once in a while. He mm-hmm. goes nuts. He's a drummer, right? He is uh, like t- super fucking nitpicky, and he will like it'll take him out of movies. Like it drives him crazy now when he notices. Mm-hmm. Drums oh, that's that the are, same thing. Drums that are not period. Specific. He's a drum pet. He's yeah, a drum yeah, pet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, you know what? Sandwiches, foods, drum pet ants. Please come to the IMDb. <laughs> you are welcome. Time for viewer reviews. And this one, the only reason I include this is someone who's uh I, don't know, I featured on the show more than once over the years. And uh, this is his last one. It's one out of ten from Garabadian. Well, well, I'm done. I'm really done. I thought it was going to be a, a Ronald Reagan. At the well, no, man. no, no, no. Garberdan, I'm Garberdan. It, it's always been a southern accent for Garberdan. Okay, Pardon me, sir. Talk like you Yankee motherfuckers up there in Canada. That doesn't make any sense. I don't care. <laughs> I could not watch this episode for more than five minutes without giving up. It was fun while it lasted, but this is not the legends. When you got a demon in hell releasing evil spirits and your goal is to ask her nicely to stop, yeah, I'm done. I don't care what happens because that was their first idea and uh, we actually wasted screen time on it asking the devil to stop nicely because please, first of all, why can this demon release souls has never explained how or why it's possible. And what does that have to do with the goddamn crisis? I was expecting a really good season because there was a lot to clean up after the crisis. Or I guess there ain't. Goodbye to Gary Vidin. He keeps his, he keeps his word. He never, he never, uh, he never reviews again. Okay. You, you, you did a quick search. That's funny. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, wow. Goodbye. I mean, I don't know if he reviews other shit, but he, he ran off in the sunset. And uh, two out of 26 found that helpful. Yeah, yeah, go home, pal. <laughs> You're drunk. Okay, oh, me. Eight out of 10. A solid second episode from Anonymous, spelled wrong. Hmm. And uh, every now and then, I like a fun, positive one. I was a harsh critic the first couple of seasons of Legends of Tomorrow, but it completely changed my opinion as the seasons progressed. They finally found their footing and embraced what they really are, a silly show that doesn't take itself seriously. In the beginning, it was all over the place, like they had no idea what they were trying to present, and in the process turned beloved characters into idiots. Now that the writers have finally decided on their direction, every episode is an enjoyable one as long as you don't try to make it into something it's not and enjoy it for what it is, a goofy piece of fluff. Even the legends recognize they're idiots and mess things up constantly. Random. Now, I have some random thoughts as I'm watching the episode, and there's like 27 of them. Hmm. I picked two. You know, walking up to the girl, snatching the briefcase, and running away to destroy it elsewhere would have been effective, too. She was wearing heels and probably couldn't catch up. A car bomb seems a little overdramatic. Well, I guess this is why I could never be a good criminal. And, oh, and, geez, John will put anything in his mouth. 
and, and I'm like, it, it's too easy. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think that's where uh, uh, Anonymous was going uh, here. Uh, yeah, I, Anonymous. Must well, he drank, no, he, yeah, he the drank the blood. Hey, everybody, it's know. the Anonymous. The Anonymous. Okay, if Anonymous shows you up. You better again, expect us. Oh, shit. Expect I gotta Expect us when you least expect us. <laughs> Watch me hack the shit out of your system. Before we sign harsh, off on this. I was a harsh critic the first couple of seasons. The first. Before we sign off on uh, uh, IMDb Curious, I want yes, to throw in one last little bit of trivia on, from Arrowick. Of course. Is, uh, when Ava Sharp sang, it, during the episode, Ava Sharp sang Poison by W. DeVoe. In reality, Je- Jess McCallum did not use her own voice. Shocker, <laughs> shocker among shockers. Okay, no, here's really. what the other shocker is. <laughs> Even on IMDb, it says performed by Jess McCallum. What? And okay. there's a big interview thing I did not, uh, uh, I didn't pull. Yeah. Where she's like, someone asks her about it, and you could tell she's like, "Well, you know, I was trying to play drunk," and they're like, and, and she yeah. realizes that she's been credited somewhere, and she just kind of like awkwardly talks her way out of it about like, "Well, no, no, I, I'd love to know who really sang it, but you know, mm-hmm. I can't believe they gave me credit for it." Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What well, you mentioned that trying to play drunk. There's nothing I hate. Oh, I thought she was than, I thought she was awful. I, I hated Really? That. I like I hated it. I hated it. And I hated it like, like that was how that was the that's the big distraction. Really? I love the payoff to the song. Uh, I, I totally I love it. Was, it. I thought it was uh, I I didn't care for her performance. I I think I don't like her. <clears throat> I mean her doing physical comedy. It's not quite there for me yet. She does a lot more physical comedy. Yeah, I hope. I hope it gets better, because like th- th- this felt. Uh, I, don't know. I know. I know. Play I'm drunk is hard. What I loved is the payoff. I loved the uh, holy shit. She's singing and she's not thing. I, I I thought I thought the joke was great. I thought it worked, and as it went on, and I love the fact that <laughs> why was she still singing when they were gone? I don't get it. Well, after no, because she's left. so shit faced. She's just up there still singing. Yeah, and what that. I thought was hilarious was everything was going on around. All the serious shit is going on around her. And yeah. in the background, there's in the deep shot in the background, you can kind of hear her. she's still up there like, nah, nah, nah. I'm like, yeah. I, I've seen that chick at a fucking bar at a karaoke bar. I've seen that yeah. shit at a karaoke bar. Yeah. A few times. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I just I. I it felt like somebody playing drunk i've seen a lot oh, it was total play drunk i just thought it was fun yeah not to bad to me it was cringy so that that all happens because uh, sarah she thinks nobody needs her to do anything now sarah needs a distraction so that's what she does mm-hmm. and uh uh here's, there's a ray tries to search bugsy on orders of chief wiggum which there's a history on the show of them using yeah. names like that yeah. and i liked that one i'm like yeah. that's a good one it's a little it's, it's a, a little good um american psycho hmm. like i have a i have a lunch date with uh dr huxtable oh right well, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> return some videos and then we got the scene where sarah's uh calling bugsy uh, while she's getting ready to go out in ultra rosalind russell i couldn't even write down all of the nonsense that was spewing mm-hmm. but as she's like 
sitting in the period. I think it was period authentic, or maybe it was the wave rider. I don't know, but she's like curling her hair and getting ready. And I was like, oh, it just the shot looked great. The costume looked great. The makeup yeah. looked great. It just like, ah, oh, loved it. And so Bugsy's leave the station and, we, and Constantine is disguising himself as a driver just by not wearing his jacket and slumping. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Whatever. And Jeannie's in the car. And all throughout this, there's this real LA confidential inspired sure. bit yeah, yeah. theme, but it's yeah. the legend. But, but you hear throughout it all, the legends theme is in it. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've occasionally looked it up, the soundtracks. There's a ton of, here's the legends theme as if it was in this movie. And like in that movie, they, they, it's all in the background and it's upon repeated viewings that I really pick it up. Also right. earbuds in my deaf ears. And I'm like, Oh, I'm really picking up the intrinsities. <laughs> so this rookie picks up Ray because they're going to go be good cops. And, and then it cuts to the whole Ava singing poison. And maybe it's just because I also absolutely adored hearing a 1947 big band version of poison. Like that's, that, I love it. It sounds great. That, that, I love that type of music. And I was like, yeah. I love yeah, hearing like, modern. I say, I call poison modern. I love hearing it being done in the style of something else. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Some is better than other. I think it saw it, it fit it fine. Um, well, so I you were. There, like, I wonder if there's. I wonder if there's a deleted scene where there's like some sort of reference to Belle Biv DeVoe or some sort of some sort of hint as to why, like, because uh, that then it could have been like, ah, oh, what a great payoff. Why does she to, like Belle Biv? DeVoe? Yeah, yeah. Or like, why? Why this goofy song? The title of the episode is from the lyrics. The title is, yeah, but that's not, I mean, I think there could, there could have been, you know, I, I think they could have planted the seeds that this is how, you know, um, she actually gets to go and be this silly girl that she kind of is like kind of holding, you know, I don't know. It just felt. It's it the start of that too, honestly, really as a matter. character. Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't in the, it wasn't happening. It, the, the seeds weren't planted for this to be the, the the payoff of that. Uh, I, I wonder, I, I wonder how much is the show has completely changed in tone and suddenly characters are having very fast tone changes uh, might uh, play into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, like I said, I liked it. I loved the song. I loved the, the performance. I loved that, everything about the, yeah. the setup. I'm hoping like, she, I'm ho- you feel, you felt like you felt like the, when they cut to her actually being drunk and everyone leaving, you felt about this whole uh, bit, like the woman who says the line, Oh, I was at the Hindenburg, and this is even worse. <laughs> no, I just I felt like I don't I don't want to see a a lady pretending or thinking she's hilarious because that's what it felt like. It's like, like I'm being silly and funny and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I took uh, it a little different. I think she just letting loose, and that's what it was. I don't yeah, think she I, like, I just I don't, I don't think, think she was proud of. Like, I don't like her. Performance. I great. I don't think Jess McCallum's performance is good in this episode. That's what I'm saying. I didn't All like right. her performance. That's it. And and you liked it a bit more. I, I don't I I like yeah. I, I like I find her uh gosh, maybe I'm maybe I'm finding out that I just don't love Jess McCallan yet. I still don't love Jess McCallan yet. All right. I haven't there's other it's actors allowed. there's it's other allowed. actors that I, that I've grown to like that maybe I wasn't too crazy about but at the beginning and I grew to, to get more of a fondness for, like Macy Richardson Sellers, for example. Ha- it hasn't happened with me and Jess McCallan at all yet. 
well, maybe maybe I'm just there. maybe I'm just learning that now. Uh, but 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 because especially like this was just kind of like, Ooh. and especially because she's apparently a total sweetheart in real life. Oh, I'm sure. Hey, that's great. That's great. Hey, so is Ramona Young, man. But we tore the shit out of her. <laughs> we tore a strip of her. Oh, this good, is gonna be a little di- well. This one will be a little different as we go <laughs> on into the show because I I really like Jess McCollum. Yep. So we'll see. Uh, that's well, what I'm saying. I'm really hoping I'm great. hoping I come around on her. I hope I come around on her. But for the, like this, uh, this was a miss for me. So uh, uh, Bugsy arrives at the club and uh, uh, Jeannie uh, kisses him and uh, uh, switches guns, as we find out. Uh, Sarah confronts him as herself. Uh, and uh, Mick's just sitting there drinking as Ava's singing in the background. Sarah kind of drops, she's like, drops the whole thing. Look, I'm here to protect history. You don't belong here. And I uh, pulls out his hell gun, but again, the guns were switched. A uh, little bit of a fight. And I just loved how they take him out. She fucking throws a fucking bottle to his head. And as he spins around, Mick, who you saw drinking, just one straight punch. Poof, just knocks him the fuck out. I was like, okay, boss, we done. And I'm like, yeah. I loved it. Loved yeah. it. Yeah. Just, it, it was such a, I don't know if that unrealistic TV punch, but it looked just super yeah. fun. And he's not like superhero or anything, but he could knock the fuck oh, out. Oh, no, he's a fucking average. bad motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he could knock out some average. How many values? Fist fights, you think Bugsy is having to get in at that stage? No, no. I mean, Mick yeah, Rory, he's, he's got guys to do that for himself. Uh, Mick Rory, sandwiches, anything he's knocking motherfuckers out for. Spits in his drink, as we find out later. Yeah, and, that was off putting. I, I think that's it, always, it I, always I, makes me go. Do you think that's a real thing? I think that's bullshit. I think that's bullshit. Uh, you know what? I'm willing to buy that one. That doesn't make I'm sense. willing to buy that one. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you got some of that hooch you made. You know, underneath your, uh, you know, underneath the toilet or whatever, you can fucking spit in that shit. So no one, else. dude, you don't want to know what they'll do into that fucking prison here to keep people from fucking drinking it. <laughs> I've seen Oz. Sure. So we're in Burbank, uh, 1947, and uh, the thing is, the numbers on the matchbook were the uh, map of a graveyard where you can find a tombstone. Ugh, again, again, a little bit, just too much of a plot of convenience point right there. A little bit, but Brandon a lot of your great kinda, noirs oh, gee, have that gee, shit. What a what what luck! Uh, but not but not great film noirs. <laughs> I mean, well, like no. clunky ones and, and like shit, exactly kind of ro- well, roll yeah. your eyes, roll your eyes ones, and and that was kind of a roll your eyes, roll your eyes. I, I did well. I liked that. If anyone would know what that was, it'd be someone who walks around graveyards like John yeah. Constantine. So yeah. you know, halfway there, yeah. and. <laughs> we get to my favorite fucking thing in this uh, episode. Um, uh, they find uh, the files inside a headstone, and uh, uh, Constantine's going to destroy him. She's like, uh, uh, uh. Pulls out the a gun, the hell gun, and she's going to take him. She's now she's going to blackmail everybody. And at first, he argues with her, but she gives him the gun. And he's like, you know what? You do you, honey. You know who am I to say? Ray and Sullivan show up in the cop car. And turns out Ray's a patsy, and Sullivan handcuffs him to the steering wheel. Travis, mm-hmm. yes. And Ray's trying to. Uh, he figures out what's going on, and he's honking his horn, trying to warn Constantine uh, that something's going on. And Constantine turns and looks at the car, and he realizes uh, too late. Jeannie goes boom. Yeah. And Constantine's staring. Staring at the fire, and Ray 
immediately runs up next to him. And you don't see anything. You, it, the shot yeah. is like kind of from the waist up. What? And yeah, and you're like, wait, what? And yeah, and so they get in the Chinatown line where he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, Johnny. He's like, forget it, Ray. It's Burbank, which yeah. made me fucking laugh. I'm like, sure, yeah, that made good me stuff. fucking laugh. Good stuff. And and then as it pulls back, you see the steering wheel handcuffed to his fucking. Oh, I see. I, see. I didn't notice that. And, yeah it's because at first it's the only thing you think of you're like wait a minute and yeah. they pull back and he's like no no in, in those in those 20 seconds ray palmer figured oh, out yeah. how to disconnect yeah. the fucking thing and i appreciate you know what a for effort a for yeah, effort to throw that on his fucking superhero wrist. adjacent <laughs> i don't know whatever a for effort yeah. to throw it on his wrist because they could have just said fuck it and they're like well i guess we need to got to Tie that loose head. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I love yeah, that. Just... <laughs> so Sarah's got Bugsy in the holding cell, and the uh, the first thing he asks when he sees the inside of sees the inside of the wave rider, he goes, "You communist?" Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. I don't know. I I, I didn't think it made any sense. <laughs> oh, no. Like everybody, like if you're like the like that total red scare like era kind of thing, um, or it's like anything that you don't recognize. It's like it has to be from, from the comics. Is that a picture of Ted McCoy on the on the wall there? Yeah, my buddy, my beloved Ted McCoy, my oh, comrade, my com, our, my our comrade, comrade, our comrade, our comrade, our comrade, my friend. That's right, that's right. But Nick says we're not communists; we're idiots. <laughs> uh, Bugsy recognizes Constantine. And he's like, oh, this is all your fault. You created Astra. And so Constantine punches him in the face. And uh, I love how he, like last season, it seemed like it was a real hassle for Constantine to go to hell. But apparently he's got a million of them this season because he just punches him in the face, puts some blood on his eyes. Yeah, yeah, some weird ass. <laughs> like he's done it a thousand times. Yeah, and uh, it draws the signal and. Tells him Mick, light it up, big man. And we get to actually see Mick Rory use his flame gun, which yeah, you yeah. don't get to see a lot of yeah. uh, uh, anymore. Oh, Good thing I had it in my uh, pocket. I never, you, you, know, you never, you never, oh, like Carl Malden said, you never leave home without it. <laughs> That's right, because I am heat wave after all. Ha ha. Things are heating up on the wave rider. <laughs> uh, cut. Um, uh, Dom, uh, just don't improvise, please. Every time I fire that bitch, I'm going to say it. I don't care if you keep it in or not. <laughs> that started it. That's what started it. That yeah. started the whole fucking problem. It's I'm heat wave. Up. I'm heat wave. Why the fuck don't I burn anything anymore? Why don't I get to say things are heating up when I do? How come you don't even call me heat wave? <laughs> they hired me to play heat wave eight years ago. When do I get to go surfing? I love waves <laughs> under the heat. I got it. I got it. What if heat wave was a surfer? <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll let you know, Dom. Goddamn CW pieces of shit. I'm going to go get. Log on. Click, 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 click. Click, 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 click. <laughs> <laughs> so Constantine arrives at Hell Club and just starts shooting motherfuckers left and right. Wasting the yeah, getting rid of these hell bullets, which could probably come in really fucking handy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's just, uh, but that's pretty bad. I love that stuff. Looks so good, man. It looks great. Like, like, look, like, like I was talking about a lot of like the the stuff that I didn't like about this episode, but 
when there was a like in the past when there'd be like this many things mixed in with like uh, stuff not working this is what i'm talking about like this feel this still has that feel of like sophistication that we hadn't seen before so mm-hmm. even if they're clinking here this is still a solid seven this episode. Okay. We're, we're, and, and as the show goes on there's going to be some way way over the top super like made clients. but they were you, trying but... they were trying goofy shit before too yeah but, but they're better but... at it now they're way yes better at yeah it. And, and it just feels like, like it just feels like even if there's stuff that 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 clanks along the way like i said i thought the ending of the, the very last couple images were just well you do it you got yeah just the mixed end... in mixed in with everything uh it, it's still there's still just like whoa this is uh this is uh you know it feels like a good mix right it's a good mix of everything and, and there's enough of a vibe to to even kind of carry them through that wouldn't have um you know these little warts would have stuck out a lot more in the past as well. oh completely so he's going to try to shoot astra with the last bullet and he can't do it of course not you know he ray palmer knows he's gonna he's gonna try to save her he's gonna try to redeem her and uh, she t- says he's going soft, and he's like, "Hey, not that soft." It fucking kills fucking uh, Bugsy, which was loved it. Badass, it yeah, was great. great. Adios. And back on the wave rider, uh, the, you know, Ray consoling uh, Constantine, and, and I love. We've seen it over the seasons how Constantine considers Ray Palmer a friend. You know, he's his big, you know, idealistic, dumb friend as he thinks, but he, you know, he really cares for him. And then we cut to Sarah and Mick. And I love it. He's just having a beer, reading a book with his reading glasses. <laughs> right. I wonder if it's one of his own books. I, uh, I think we saw the work. name of it there. We saw whatever I didn't it like... was. Uh, it was something like Midnight Nurse or something like that. Oh, really? Midnight I wonder if Nurse. it was written He's... by Ramona Young. Oh, no, that'd be great. That'd be yeah, great. Or, uh, or, or, or reading the competition. Yeah. yeah. And uh, this is when Ava stumbles in again and uh, he drinks his drink that he spit in. Uh, and uh, Sarah uh, gives him another drink to trade his phone because he took a video of her making an ass out of herself, wanted to make fun of her, mm-hmm. passes out. So we're back at the Cesaris. This is when Zari confronts Nate with the Hayroll video. We already talked about that. They pop up on the ship and he says, guys, meet Zari. And uh, so it's one of the weird things that like everything we ever saw with Zari in the continuity happened with bayrod and i absolutely love they never talk about any of it they never bothered to go remember when you got turned into a cat or remember when you were reliving the same day or none of it we don't need any of that shit it's it's a complete restart and i Mm -hmm. appreciate it i appreciate it it could way too clunky Mm -hmm. and that's it man uh we did it and uh we're just uh five minutes over that was a good job by us yeah fantastic thanks uh, travis yeah well, what's your fi- so final summation uh you i think you've already said it the tone seven, changed, out, the seven out of ten yeah, yeah it's all seven out of ten like no. even with that that stuff that that like i said um mccallan i'm not 100 percent sold on yet uh or, or nor am i in tal ash uh in this uh in this performance either uh, this version of her um, Zari 2.0 still, will take a while to get used to. I know, but again, I, I, I wasn't crazy about the performance today. Um, and even, and uh, yeah, rare kind of like just kind of not as uh high quality that we get from Katie Lots. Like, I thought she lit a, a little bit off, but in spite of all of that, 
everything is really kind of rocking and constant and Matt Ryan uh, uh, held it down. And again, like one last shout out to uh, Haley Strode as Jeannie Hill. Um, a real stat like that. Doe-eyed Dane. Just good. like what fantastic uh, casting. Shout out to the casting uh, for her as well. Um, yeah. Uh, and to, to, which made for her, yeah, it made me excited for her to see what's coming next. And uh, for me also, another shout out to the uh, Legends of Tomorrow uh, production team. Set design, makeup, mm. costumes, hair. It's it. You can see it uh, in, in every shot here. Everyone knows who's listening to this. My favorite era is this era. And I love seeing it represented uh, mm-hmm. as well as this. It, it looks fucking great. And uh, so thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, uh, remember to follow all the uh, great shows on the Prom Podcast Network. Be sure to check out Instagram, our friends Bebo's Legends Podcast, time after time. Uh, they're on the Instagram uh and travis uh, i'll talk to you next time yeah you too buddy see you soon